Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. My name is Alex Heath. I'm the president and CEO of Ethos Gold Corp. Ethos Gold is a gold-focused exploration company with nine projects throughout Canada, looking to make large discoveries in areas that have been historically underexplored. Good to see you, Alex. So you're back in early June, I think. Um, also seen a few press releases come out. I think last time we talked, it was just that point, wasn't it? Small company, lots of projects. What do you focus on? Uh, it'd be great to get an update from you. Um, where, sh- where should we start? I think we've got to start with Eric Sprott, haven't we? Sure, yeah. I mean, that's kind of some big news there. Uh, Eric came in recently for a $2 million placement. It was an inbound call. He called us and said, listen, uh, really want to, um, to take a piece of your company. Uh, today, even, uh, he just invested $48 million into Newfound Gold. So he's very big into Newfoundland plays. We have the Too Good Project, which is a 118-square-kilometer land package, about 100 kilometers north of where Newfound Gold's drilling. And we've made some recent uh, interesting discoveries. Haven't drilled it yet, but it's looking very promising. So what, what have you done there? Because I saw, I saw a pretty uh, chunky number on there in terms of, you know, a uh, high-grade surface trend. What's that actually mean? Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. So we, we did do a couple uh, first-pass runs at, at some areas that had historical gold showings, so actual visible gold in the ground at surface. And so our team went on the ground there once uh, the Eastern Atlantic bubble opened up and we could get our people there and immediately made a discovery. And it was around 200 grams per ton. And then about 40, 40 meters away from that in a boulder uh, there was a over 7,000 gram per ton, almost eight kilo uh, grab sample there. So uh, we sent the whole team down there and, and talked to the local geologists and, and sort of uh, discovered that this area that we're looking into uh, was underwater. And so this, this what we're calling a grab sample, it's, it's a boulder, but it's, it's not necessarily from, you know, northern uh, Labrador. It's actually from an area that's very close to where we're uh, sampling right now. So, so, so tell, me, tell me about that because you know a boulder it could come it could come from anywhere some, some, presumably somewhere nearby but it could come from anywhere so how, how do you view that yeah so that was our first question when we got the result we're like this is fantastic but where is it coming from because you've had these glacial movements right so you could have it coming from Quebec all the way down to the property and so that was our first question that's why it took us a little while from the actual moment of discovery to the press release to make sure we knew what was going on geologically. And so we actually had the geologists from, from the Newfoundland government come with us and explain to us what was the history here. And uh, about, I think it was 10 or 20,000 years ago, this area was underwater. So any sort of glacial till that would have been there would have been washed away. And so what we see here is, is in situ. So it's coming from very close by. So these boulders are not coming from 100 or 200 kilometers away. They're coming from right there. Okay. So Eric's put in two, two million bucks uh, and he's invested heavily in the area, especially with the Newfoundland project, because that's not his first money into Newfoundland. Um, what's his expectation of you? Because two million to him is, is, is pocket change. He's got loads of those bets placed. Is he telling you what his expectations are or is it just, hey, I trust you, get on with it? And if so, what are you getting on with? Yeah, I think the expectation is that we drill the project, right? So we've we've got the team that can do the, the exploration work and we can drill it immediately. But what we want to do first is make sure that we systematically explore. It's a big property. And in the first place we looked, we found gold. So great. I mean, you could throw some drill holes down there. 
but it's probably not the most effective way to do uh, exploration. So uh, we actually brought on a technical advisor to the team recently. His name's Jody Gibson. He was actually the Yukon Explorer of the Year in 2020. And this is his bailiwick. This is his area of expertise. So, uh, you know, he's made discoveries in the Yukon. He's worked with our team before with Rob Carpenter and the rest of the, the exploration team that we've got. And, and he was a great sort of compliment to what we were doing. And so if it's there, Jody's going to find it. Okay. And he's got enough money now, presumably, to do... Because that too many bucks is specifically for two, the Tuga project, right? Correct. Specifically, right. So he's got enough money to do what he needs to do. And, and, and if so, when you say if it's there, he's going to find it. What is the first step? What What, what is he going to do? Right. First step is obviously prospecting to make sure you have enough targets. Right now, we've announced two targets. Uh, that's probably not enough to, to start a drill campaign. So we're going to look for at least five, if not 10 targets on this big property. And then we're going to do systematic exploration. So that includes um, trenching across the veins that we're seeing. And then we can do some, some drilling after that. Okay. I guess more of that as Jody gets his feet under the table and or <laughs> feet in the field and gets going with things. Um, let's talk about copper porphyries because that was the other bit that caught my eye, if you don't mind. So what's, what's the update? Yeah, so we did drill Perk Rocky uh, in about June, July time. And it took a little while to get the assays back, but we, we finally got them. We drilled six holes for just over 2,000 meters. Uh, we didn't hit a home run like we were hoping to. You know, we had our fingers crossed. It's a, I mean, it's a large area, eight kilometer by five kilometers and you're poking six tiny little holes in there. So, you know, what we got back were very interesting, um, highly altered drill holes. Um, we did come across some faulting in the areas that we were drilling. So it, it just changes the model. So we're, we're looking at it again. It's still very interesting. Lots of smoke, but it's kind of back to the drawing board at this point. So lots of smoke, meaning technical success, but we got to start again. Correct. Okay. Yeah, we, so we were so what hoping, are you gonna do? hey, we've got this. <laughs> what are we going to do? That's a great question. So it's uh, we're going to remodel the project with the new results that we have, and then make an assessment. We do have a lot of interest from you know joint venture partners who are looking at it. Uh, these types of systems are typically very large, require large amounts of capital to drill, and so we have to make the decision: Do we want to spend another two plus million dollars each year? Or is there someone else that can come come in and, and partner with us? So right now, that's sort of the the, the question for us. That, that well, that starts to get interesting, I think, because again, again, we come back to you know, I think we spent a lot of time last time. Again, I was like nine nine projects. You, how do you possibly afford it? Where do you focus your time, energy, etc.? How do you monetize it? So strategic partner was we talked about it last last time as well. So. If you'd been successful with your with your with holes you trailed, you'd have been like, well, maybe let's do a little bit more. But you think you need someone with a different skill set and a different balance sheet to help you monetize that. Absolutely. And that was some of the feedback that we had even going into this was there's not enough data. I mean, it's great. You've got alteration on surface. You've got all sorts of different mineralization that, that kind of points to porphyry. But until you kind of drill those holes, you don't really know. And even though it wasn't a slam dunk here on the first uh, phase ex exploration drilling that we did, it was still information. And that information is very useful. Okay. So, okay. So that's project number two. At least, at least you, look, 
I'm not knocking it. Mining's tough, and you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it, it doesn't on, on, on drilling, and, that, and that's fine. Um, but you've got to work out quite quickly, small company, how you prioritize things, and pr- more importantly, prioritize your and allocate your capital. So what's project number three? I'm, I'm guessing Quebec? Correct, yeah. So we just put out a, a news release last week talking about our Schaeffermill project in Quebec. And that one is it's, it's a very large project. It's about th- almost 400 square kilometers, uh, over 70 kilometers of strike length. It's a different type of target to what's at Too Good. Too Good is a very high, uh, high grade, but in smaller packets. Uh, this one is an iron hosted formation. So that 70 kilometers is essentially a, an iron formation. And what we see on that is uh, about 53 occurrences of gold. So anywhere between one gram per ton and 170 grams per ton. And if that entire area has, you know, continuity of mineralization on it, I mean, that's that's a lot of ounces, a lot of tons of gold that you've got uh, potentially sitting there. But again, this is very early stage. We've just done the first phase of exploration, which was just ground truthing, getting on, getting our people down there, having a look, taking some samples and coming up with targets. We've got 44 targets. So compare that to Too Good, where we have two currently and adding to it. Uh, so we have a very good starting point. So what we're going to do is we've immediately gone into phase two, which is still, um, it's not drilling just yet, but it's still coming up with those initial targets that we will look to drill in 2022. Okay, look, you, you're part of Discovery Group. Um, you probably don't have problems accessing capital as and when you need it. But in this environment, even you guys must be thinking there's, there's times where perhaps you just slow it down slightly, conserve energy, conserve cash, um, or you go and say, no, we're going to lump it all into uh, Newfoundland because that looks super exciting. And the, the momentum's still there. I mean, so what, are, what are the discussions happening at the, around the board table? That's a really good one. Yeah, it's, it's a, it is a balance, right? Because you never know. It's expiration. You can find out quickly, you drill a hole and you could kill a project. So we always have that in the back of our mind that, you know, as great as a project looks initially, it, it can fall apart very quickly. So, uh, you know, definitely looking at the market, you have to do it because that's our lifeblood. We have to have access to capital. And um, so what we kind of balance is what is the prospectivity of each of these projects? How quickly do we need to advance them? Because the quicker we advance them, the quicker we run out of capital. And so even though right now we're sitting on about $8 million of working capital, we don't want to, we've got nine projects and you can easily spend 2 million on each one, right? So we would run out of money immediately. So we're, we're kind of making sure that we advance each project, find out which one is the top priority project and which ones are secondary, tertiary. And then that changes as you advance those projects. So something could come out of the blue. I mean, Too Good was one of those where it was kind of just sitting there. And then right away, the first step exploration program, you know, big discovery. So it changes. And and as your share price goes up, it also changes the cost of those properties that you've, you've got options, right? So if it's not meeting that threshold and you've got a million share payment coming and your share price is trading at 50 cents, that's a lot of money. So you got to make sure that project is worth w- what you're about to pay for. It's, it's really, it's, I think I think that dynamic or that conversation around that dynamic is really fascinating for, for companies of your size, right? B- because the it doesn't take too many mistakes for it to go hor- horribly wrong. But at the same time, you've got the kind of the safety and the comfort of the discovery group behind you. Are you, get, are you getting the guys who are chipping in with with their thoughts from, from some of the other companies? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, John Robbins was very interested in, in Perk Rocky and wanted to see the results as soon as they came out. 
you know, that one, it's been around for a while and a lot of people know of it. Same with Steve Swatton at K2. I mean, he's, he was looking at that as well with uh, a lot of interest. And so, yeah, they, they definitely look at, you know, we all share our press releases with each other after they've gone out <laughs> and, uh, and, and kind of come up with ideas of what, what uh, another way to look at it. Right. Okay. No, it's, I just find it interesting. So it, look, going forward, right, when you're this size, you've got to be agile, you've got to be you know, reactive to the data that's coming back in. But at the same time, you've also got to help the market understand what type of company you are, right? What, what are they buying into you? here and what yeah. the potential uh, model for you going forward is because we're starting with a lot you'll very quickly want to work out what you what you offload and what you focus on but in that period before you do it's like am i buying a project generator an explorer or is this potentially something bigger with scale further down the line because you're again harking back to the discovery group it's a mixed bag right there's some big yeah. big deals there some not so big deals in there so um th- th- that must be part of the frustration at this early stage in terms of how you manage that narrative? Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily frustrated. I think it's, if you've got investors who misunderstand your model, then definitely you have to explain it. And I, and I want to make sure that I'm completely open with any person who comes and looks at it and says, oh, wow, you know, you've got a big discovery at, at, in Newfoundland. Well, okay, let me explain that to you because we don't have a resource, right? So it's, there's nothing there that's necessarily concrete. It's exploration. And what we're trying to do is um, lower the risk and increase the, the probability of success. That's all we're trying to do. We don't have any guarantees. It's exploration. It's, you know, look, look at the success rate out there. It's very low. But we think that we've got the right team. We know how to allocate capital efficiently. And we've got projects that, you know, we've done enough work on them to know. And we've, we've got enough history behind, you know, Discovery Group that, that your probability of success is higher. And so your risk reward ratios are better than, than if you just had one project and you're going to spend $10 million on it. And who knows where that $10 million is going to be spent. Okay. I appreciate you coming on. Um, what are we looking forward to? You got the 8 million bucks in the bank. What are we looking forward to in the next six months? What should we be looking out for? Yeah. So I think two good definitely is, is our, our most top priority project right now. And so we'll be looking to do an update there in, in the next week or two giving an update on the trenching that we've been doing and what the plans are for drilling. Um, in Shefferville, we've, we've already put out news release saying we're going to be advancing to phase two and then looking to drill it next year. So I would say Too Good is first up and then Shefferville is kind of number two. Uh, as well with, with, with Perk Rocky, um, continue to, to advance that and look for what the, the plans are going forward. Are we going to advance it? Are we going to get a joint venture partner or some other machination? And then the rest of the portfolio is kind of advancing, but until we make some kind of uh, discovery, we won't really be talking about those. So some some kind of discovery anywhere in the portfolio. Actually, yeah, I mean we got you can monetize that, correct. right? And okay, allocate capital accordingly. Okay, great. Let Alex appreciate you coming on. Uh, stay in touch. Uh, if there's any news, pick up the phone. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.